The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek Narrated by Kurt Bonham Chapter 3 First Time Anywhere Twenty-two hours after riding on a cramped greyhound with no A.C. and the backed-up bathroom smell, I've arrived outside the Port Authority bus terminal in New York City. Thankful I only had one panic attack and one weird dream. I rubbed the knot swirling in my stomach. The urge to turn around and go home hits me hard. Inside the terminal, tourists chatter, beggars beg, buses break. Everyone is on a cell phone. Oh, I wish I'd bought one before the trip. There wasn't a need for one in Wentzville. Not allowed at Renfairs. I use a walkie-talkie for my handyman job at the trailer park. And who would I call here? I don't know anyone in New York City, except the contact Flynn gave me, a Professor Stone. I inhale, and whiskey-flavored words barrel over my shoulder. Mister, can you spare a dollar? Turning, I'm face-to-face -face with a gruff one-toothed grin. I'm thrown by his breath, but I hand him a dollar. His grin grows. Thanks, mister. He leaves, prize in hand. I check my watch. Flynn told me to meet Professor Stone at 3.20 p.m. sharp. No time to walk. I need a cab. I head to the back of the line at the taxi stand. I wait, and my ears perk to Tom Petty's The Waiting, playing in the cab that drives up one person in front of me. My fingers air mimic Tom's jangling Rickenbacker style, and the music delivers the smell of fresh grave-dug dirt and the taste of Ogachi lemon-lime flavors. Getting kicked in the head by a horse when I was six left me with these weird reactions and abilities, which I'm used to now. A taxi pulls up for me. It's not new, not yellow, but a remarkable old-fashioned red and white. I get in. The driver wears a red cap and a big smile. Vertu. 55 West 76th Street. I press my face into the air-conditioned glass of the window and stare. Stare into the passing sea of buildings, morphing into one blended image. I should be more excited. It's New York City. But jumbled thoughts whirl. My brain's still rooted in the joust gone rotten. My brain's forever replaying Flynn flying from his horse, the lance stuck under his arm. My brain's besieged by all the blood pouring from the wound. All the blood. Who brings an air horn to a joust? I rub the back of my neck, wiping away the sweat. I have to make this right for Flynn. The Village Idiots is the first Renfair band invited to play at the annual Dragons and Nymphs Society charity ball. I plan on making Flynn proud. The cab stops at a traffic light. I've never seen so many people vying for space, navigating food carts, newsstands, scaffolding, street signs. Peering up, rows of black crows dot the roof lines like a thick layer of tar over the worn buildings. A bunch of crows fly toward the cab. They surround us, then disappear into the sky. The light changes. 
one lone crow, frozen, suspended in midair, hovers beside my window as we drive. Its head turns, its eyes blood red. Its blood red eyes flash. My spine stiffens, my skin prickles, my throat and mouth go dry. A chilling, creepy sensation runs over every vertebra, and my mind drops eight degrees into the octave of impossible. I've seen crows my entire life, and this isn't like any crow I've ever seen. I asked the cabbie, Do you see this bird? New York has lots of pigeons, the shrugging cabbie says. I peek back at the crow, but it's gone. I rub my eyes. Maybe I'm just tired. I turn my attention to the passing brownstones. I make out signs the buildings are being restored. A fresh coat of paint, new casement windows, white plaster spread over missing shingles. More functional upgrades than aesthetic. The cab drives past a corner Japanese restaurant and then stops. Here we are, 55 West 76th Street, he says, a smile in his voice. I push money into the pay slot. Thank you, sir. Keep the change. The cabbie takes a sip of his coffee, but the lid's not secure and coffee spills. Hot, hot, hot. Are you all right? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. He waves me out of the cab. I grab my guitar case and backpack and step out. Stretching my legs feels good. Ugh. A funky mixed odor of garbage, vomit, and urine comes from trash bags on the sidewalk. So much for a city that never sleeps. They forgot to collect their trash. But a flood of purple and red flowers sit in fancy stone urns on each step leading to Professor Stone's front door. Their scent almost masks the nearby garbage. Almost. A historical marker next to the door reads, Lavender and Roses Society. A purplish-red wreath decorates the center of the plaque. A bump and smash. I look up. Papers fly off a balcony off the top floor and float down. I snatch one. Musical notes and the words L'Estreng on odd-feeling parchment. Bam! I'm slammed from behind. A girl with a violin case, feather pork-by hat, her face buried in her phone. Pardon me, miss. I smirk and raise my eyebrows. Anger flashes like a surprise summer thunderstorm in the girl's eyes. Something about her hazel eyes. Some sort of familiar ripples. Some sort of significance tugs. Some sort of knowing. An image of an ornate fountain I've never seen with a trio of dancing girls appears, shimmers, and fades. Slam! Crash! Smash! Dissonant piano chords. I instinctively shove the girl. She hits the ground. I land hard on the sidewalk. More smashes and crashes. Ground shakes. Hair lifts on the nape of my neck and arms. Muscles tighten. Breath bursts in and out. Wood splinters, steel strings twang, and piano keys play. A piano has exploded on the pavement beside us. 
a cacophony of clanks, clicks, plinks, plunks, thumps, thwacks, twangs, womps, and a balcony railing, a violin, a chair, a heap of books, cakes of rosin drop all around us. My mouth and nose fill with the bitter taste of fresh tree sap from the rosin. Then, sploosh, crack. A body lands on the sidewalk. Bone or skull break. Blood seeps from the head and torso. Don't look, don't. Too late. The girl looks. Professor Stone? Her voice rises almost to a scream. I reach to touch her, and she swats away my hand. Don't! Professor Stone landed on the books and piano pieces, his mouth agape, eyes rolled back, blood pouring. Dread rolls through the pit of my stomach. I spring to my feet and look around. A man six cars down holds a gun. He's wearing a dark suit and fedora. Get the morons, the man says. Cynthia said if we don't get the music, we don't get paid. A cold chill runs up and down my spine. You rotten son of a bitch, you killed Professor Stone. The girl's voice is filled with acid. Boom. The door at the top of the brownstone stoop smacks open. Two more men, guns drawn. Run, now. I grab the girl's hand. Mister, lady, get in, my taxi driver says. His cab sits at the curb. Come on, get in, if you want to leave. I drag her into the cab. Coming up next in The Devil Pulls the Strings by J.W. Zarek. Chapter 4 New York Red Top Taxi <laughs> <laughs> 